Welcome to the Applauded Show, the Christmas special. Wherever you are out there, I am Radio Ralph with you, host of the Applauded Show. Happy Holidays and welcome to the Christmas Special here on the Applauded Show. An estimated 115.6 million people were expected to travel this Christmas holiday. And that is according to AAA. So hopefully you are now safely at your destination and you took it slow out there. And made it to where you needed to be. Well, here is a story to bring you some holiday cheer. An eight-year-old is making $26 million. And you won't believe how. And here is the story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the best. <laughs> I couldn't sleep tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you stay up all night. You... All right. Well, do either of you remember how exciting you were opening a present when you were eight years old? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the best. <laughs> I couldn't sleep tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you stay up all night. You wait for it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine making $26 million a year just for doing that? No. I can know. <laughs> Where is this what? <laughs> Let's show you this video. <laughs> Mom or Dad tell you to wash your hands before you eat your food because of bacteria? <gasps> well, today, we're well, Ryan KG's YouTube channel, Ryan's World, has 23 million subscribers that tune in to watch him open boxes and packages of toys. Recently, he has expanded his content by adding experiments and educational topics. But wait, there is more. Ryan's growing media empire now includes contracts with Nickelodeon and Hulu, and his production company now employs 28 people. Did I mention he's only eight years old? Does anyone else feel like an underachiever now? <laughs> I already felt like one. I just amplified it. I feel like the, the get-off-my-lawn guy. Opening boxes? That's what people are watching. <sighs> I feel like that could be satisfying, but to make that much money? 26 million! interesting. Yeah. What are we doing with our lives? What would you do with that as an eight-year-old, though? Yeah, <laughs> what do you do with that much Open money? more presents. Diversify. <laughs> Real estate. Nice week ahead. Temperatures in the... Wow. Unbelievable. An eight-year-old with, with his own production company. More power to you. I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing. And uh, bring you some holiday cheer with this story like that. According to Variety, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas has been voted the most annoying Christmas song ever. While it is unknown how popular it is or how unpopular it is in the United States, the UK has hands down, without a doubt, chosen Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas as the most annoying holiday song ever. In related news, 
Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas has been out now for 25 years and has just now hit number one on the charts. Kind of hard to believe that the song has been out for 25 years and has not hit number one on the charts. But then again, when you think about it, this song um, doesn't get played year-round, so that could be one of the reasons. And so it, I believe, had hit as high as number three in years past. But after 25 years of being of airplay, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas has hit number one on the charts. So, that is uh, definitely something for Mariah Carey to be thankful and, um, yeah, thankful about. And to be, um, it's a big accomplishment. I mean, I know she's definitely been getting royalties off of it for years and probably will continue to get royalties off of it for, you know, ever. And so it's a, it's, it's definitely an accomplishment, a worthy accomplishment by Mariah Carey. Now, while people in the UK can say some rude things, it just sounds so much nicer coming from them than it would be if someone said the same thing in the United States or in other parts of the world. But, I have to respectfully disagree that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is the most annoying holiday song ever. In my opinion, that award or title would go to Santa Baby. I, for one, think Santa Baby is, without a doubt, the most annoying holiday song, if not at least a Christmas song ever. It just sounds like she's just wanting Santa to do some, doing some naughty things, and it sounds like she's just after his money. And I don't know why it is okay for Santa Baby to be on the radio uh, when she's asking for things like a diamond ring and things of that nature and a song like Baby It's Cold Outside cannot be on the radio because of the Me Too movement which is valid but in this case ridiculous because it's been a, a hit for like 50 years or something like that and you just now want to start complaining about it, saying that he's trying to drug her or whatever in the song. I I totally disagree with that. But it's okay for Santa Baby to be on the radio, which I find just ridiculous. So, I don't know. There's definitely a lot of debate between holiday songs and Christmas songs and how much you want to hear them on the radio and how much you don't want to hear them on the radio and how much, um, which types of songs you like or which types of songs you don't like. So it just depends on different tastes. And like I said, you're not going to please everybody, but if you think a song is bad or something, you can always push a button and you're on a different station. So that's my take on that, but which I do. If Santa Baby comes on, 
that station goes off. So <laughs> that's just the truth for me, anyway. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think Santa Baby, I don't think Santa Baby belongs on the radio. And I do think Baby It's Cold Outside belongs on the radio. But uh, yeah, definitely some times out there. Well, I have been fans of John Legend and Kelly Clarkson. What they did by changing the, the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside, that was so just left a bad taste in my mouth. And I mean, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, whatever expression you want to use, but I'm like, y'all are better than that. I mean, it's, it's that's just it being too politically correct. I mean, like I said, if a song has been out for 50 years or a TV show or something for 50 years and it's just now being complained about or or being uh, changed, then the problem's with you, not with the song or the music or the TV show or whatever. Because if it can go for 40, 50, 30 years, 20 years without any 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 second thought to it, then why should you have a problem with it now? I just don't get that. I mean, you're just now listening to the lyrics, and it's been out for 30, 40, 50 years, and now you want to complain about it? It's, it's, it's the good and the bad of social media that comes with it. It's the good and bad. People want to have opinions, but sometimes they just want attention and this politically correct stuff is is a problem, I think, sometimes. And uh, it's not Happy Holidays. It's Merry Christmas. So... Not gonna be politically correct about that. It's Merry Christmas and not Happy Holidays. So, Merry Christmas to you, to everyone, and I mean that sincerely. I do. I do sincerely mean that. Merry Christmas, and uh, I do hope it is a Merry Christmas for you, and hope that you get to celebrate and and spend time with loved ones and open gifts and have all that. But like I said, it's Merry Christmas. That's not the politically correct way to say it now, but that's the way it's always been. I'm going to get off my soapbox now and uh, take a quick break and be back with more show after this. If I haven't offended anyone at, to this point, then uh, come back for more show. I'm not trying to be offensive or offend anybody. I'm just giving some opinions. And if... Uh, so yeah, if I haven't offended you by now, stick around. There's more show to come. It's the Applauded It Show, the Christmas special. Now what has been a tradition for many, many years is NBA basketball on Christmas Day. Here is your Christmas Day lineup. You have Celtics and Raptors, followed by Bucks and 76ers. Then you have Rockets and Warriors, and capped all off with the nighttime matchup 
of Lakers and Tippers. That is your Christmas Day lineup of NBA basketball. Now time for some good news stories of inspiration that will warm your heart for the Christmas holiday. And we could all use some uplifting stories this time of year. The role of Marie in the Nutcracker is a demanding physical performance requiring soaring leaps makes it look effortless. It's exhilarating. It's it's really special. Doing what I do as a professional ballet dancer is a dream, especially seeing where I have come from. This is where she came from, immobilized as a child in a full body cast. At age four, she was diagnosed with stage four spondylolisthesis, a spinal condition that causes the vertebrae to slip out of place, putting Emily at risk of paralysis. She couldn't move for months. I think about the night terror she had while she was in that cast. She had successful surgery. From there, I was in a body cast for three months and then a brace, and I had to learn to walk again. But she didn't just walk. She leapt, taking up ballet and pushing her recovery and herself to the limits. Oh, my gosh. Her tenacity, her hard work. She, um... She inherited got a good healthy dose of perfectionism for both of us. <laughs> now 23 years old, Emily has been dancing professionally for six years, but this is her biggest role yet. The lead in the Atlanta Ballet's Nutcracker. It is a grueling schedule, rehearsing by day, on stage at night, always on her toes, literally, and the physical pain from her childhood disorder still lingers. I find it painful, but I honestly, I live with it, and it's my norm. This weekend, as she glided gracefully across the stage as a grown-up Marie, there were only two people in the audience who knew exactly how much this performance defied the odds, her parents. You won't find a harder worker anywhere. And she's working hard with her body that was not supposed to be able to do this. She's a Christmas miracle. Dazzling the audience night after night, living her dream. I feel very lucky to be where I am. I'm in love with ballet more than ever. Wow, what an incredible story. Amazing feats. I know, right? And now, speaking of good story. That is such an incredible, amazing story of all the things she's been able to do and overcome from the pain she was dealing with and continues to deal with today. 
take a quick break and have more good news stories on the way on the Applauded Christmas Special. The demand for Christmas movies and holiday movies are at its peak. I mean, it's very high at this time of year, especially. And, and many are finding comfort and joy in watching Christmas shows and movies. And here is more from the story on this good news portion of the show. Wherever you look, Why are they merry movies are dominating the airwaves. The Christmas TV wars are on each and every year, but I feel like they've gotten even bigger. Variety reporter Angelique Jackson says it's all about original content, and this year, the competition is fierce. You have Hallmark and Lifetime that have really cornered the market on a Christmas TV movie, but now you have Netflix, Freeform, even ABC Network getting into the game. 85 million people watched a Hallmark Christmas movie in 2018. This year, the network released a record 40 movies. Lifetime added 30, Netflix 6. Everyone is starting to get in on this game in different ways. You have Freeform, who's trying to be a lot more diverse and include cast of color, LGBTQ characters. And I think that is where we're seeing this going. In the DiMatteo house, holiday movies are a family affair. My favorite ones are the ones that have a little bit of magic. Right down to the t-shirts. It's quality time together to celebrate the magic of the holidays. It's like a little bit of Christmas morning every single day leading up to Christmas. I can't even reach my own slippers. Allow me. Perfect fit. Stars of these holiday hits like Rose McGiver from the popular Netflix franchise A Christmas Prince agree. People want to watch it resonates with them. I think people want to see something that makes them feel good. Whether you're looking for love. I like her. I think you should tell her before she leaves. Or a holiday miracle. This feel-good TV is a Christmas tradition that is here to stay. Nisham Medina, CBS News, Los Angeles. And, yes, however you get your holiday fix, it is definitely good times and cheerful, especially with all going on in Washington and everywhere else. Some Christmas cheer is definitely a good way to get a little reprieve, get a little break from a lot of negativity out there. So, and yeah, so just definitely if you can indulge in the Christmas 
specials, I would highly recommend that you do so. Now, I would say that if you are to partake in holiday festivities, that, yeah, I would say alcohol would be, um, something that I would recommend, especially if you have a lot of potential turmoil in certain families or friends. Uh, but do so responsibly. I know there's a lot of uh, transportation um, departments and centers that will help you out with that. You can Uber, you can do. But yeah, if you're going to partake in any festivities that involve booze, I would recommend you do so responsibly. But maybe that will help take some of the edge and anxiety off that come with spending too much time with family. Yes, you can spend too much time with family. Spending time with family is good, but quality time is quality and quantity. And uh, the quality time is good. Quantity can be too much of a good thing. And so, yeah, that can help take some of the edge off. I like some, um, some bourbon, um, specifically. Yeah, I'm in a little bourbon. Yeah. If I'm out at a restaurant, I'll do a margarita, Long Island iced tea, and the occasional Bud Light. But I'm not a heavy drinker. I might drink on special occasions, maybe three to four times a year with um, socializing, but... And then I may even, once a month or so, at a restaurant, like I can say, get a mixed beverage or get some liquor. But yeah, uh, definitely I would recommend that, especially in moderation and uh, not too frequently. But yeah, definitely in moderation. Yeah, I would have to say that. So I would probably say like something like... Um, I guess my top five would have to be, if I'm starting at five, it would have to be like maybe some hard soda. I'm into kind of that kind of thing, the hard soda stuff. Uh, yeah, you can Google hard soda and find many brands out there. Number four, I would say probably would be maybe the wine coolers or something like that, you know, something that's chill. Number three, I would have to go with a uh, Bud Light. It's always smooth. Number two, I would have to go with my Long Island iced tea that I prefer. Number one, I would go with the bourbon. 
Number two is kind of like saying uh, 2A and 2B. 2A would be my long island iced tea, and 2B would be like a margarita. And my number one top five beverage of the liquor persuasion would be the bourbon. So that's my top five beverages of the liquor persuasion. Now on to my top five characters from Christmas. Five, I would have to go with the Nutcracker. Number four, I would have to go with... I would have to say Frosty the Snowman. And number three is Miss Claus. Number two is Santa Claus. And my number one favorite Christmas character is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And the reason that I have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer over Santa Claus is because all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call Rudolph names. And they would never let Rudolph join in any reindeer game. And even Santa thought Rudolph wasn't good enough to be on his sleigh team. But then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came and said, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? So if it wasn't for that infamous foggy night and the use of Rudolph's shiny red nose, then Christmas would have been canceled. So Santa had to go and turn to Rudolph to save Christmas. Now while Santa Claus gets all the publicity and hubbub, Rudolph is really what saved Christmas that one foggy Christmas Eve. And for that, Rudolph is my number one of the top five Christmas characters. It seems like Christmas gets more expensive every year and every season. And when you think the person you're buying for may have everything, perhaps the gift card is the way to go. I believe the gift card is like maybe the top one of the top three, if not the best option every year, um, as far as sales go. And uh, so yeah, if you have a picky person to buy for, a gift card is the perfect way to let them kind of go and uh, get what you know they would like. Or they would, or they, or you know, they would like, and they know they would like. Instead of you having to guess and try to figure out what that person wants, try giving the gift card a try. It has worked well for me in years past, and I think it will work well for me, especially this year. My top five Christmas movies and shows. I consider these all movies, but you may consider a couple of these TV shows or TV specials, but I consider them all to be movies. Uh, 
Number five, I have Home Alone Christmas. Number four, I have Elf. Number three, I have Frosty the Snowman. Number two, I have Charlie Brown Christmas. And number one, I have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Number one is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer of the top five Christmas shows and movies. Now, it has long been a tradition, especially in my family, that Christmas does not officially begin until Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer has been watched. If Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer has not been watched, it is not Christmas, as far as me personally, I am concerned. So I would say, yes, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is the official way for me to start the Christmas official season. My number five of the top five Christmas songs, it's my favorite list anyway, is number five is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Number four is Christmas Cookies. Number three is Jingle Bells slash Jingle Bell Rock. Number two is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And number one is Silent Night. Those are my top five favorite Christmas songs. Some honorable mentions were... Feliz Navidad, and Noel. And with that, that will conclude the applauded show, The Christmas Special. I hope you have not stressed out too much. And been able to enjoy your family and friends, the time with them. And hope it's been a festive and cheerful holiday for you. And my hope is that you are listening to this on Christmas Day. That is my hope, at least. And I do wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And... Thanks for listening, and again, I do hope you are listening to this on Christmas Day. It has been my sincere privilege to be able to bring this show to you. It has been my sincere privilege to be able to bring you the Applauded It show, a spinoff of Exploded It, and yeah, it has been enjoyable for me at least and I thank you for listening and hope you will continue to listen and I plan on doing this in 2020 so yeah um be looking for things to come out in 2020 as well and again I am grateful thankful and privileged to be able to bring you this show, the Applauded Show, and be able to use the Exploded It fan page for 
to host everything a part of the show. And I appreciate you. And thank you. And Merry Christmas to all. The Applauded It Show is brought to you by Exploded It Podcast Network and ExplodedIt.com. This has been the Applauded It Show on the Exploded It Podcast Network. This has been a Radio Ralph production of the Applauded It Show on the Exploded It Podcast Network. Signing off until next time, I am Radio Ralph.